up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Trust Report Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. Coming off a uh, action-packed but fun-filled birthday weekend. Oh, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Went down to the Eagles game on uh, Sunday to top it all off, and it was a very fun game if you were a fan of the home team, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, looked kind of close in the beginning. Um, then the trail on Burks thing happened. And then next thing you know, it was like 30 more points for the Eagles or something. Like you yeah. blink an eye and it was all, all different. Um, that was a big hit. I was sitting in that end zone too. So it was just whew, surprised he got up after that. Yeah. Yeah. That was scary. Um, mm-hmm. that was scary. The, uh, like the cameras like zoomed in on his hand, basically like not moving. Um, it was like the mm-hmm. catch position didn't move at all. So yeah, that was kind of worrisome, but, uh, Glad he was, uh, he walked off, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. They got him up and walked him off. I mean, obviously, concussion protocol didn't come back the rest of the game, but he was able to walk off under his own power. So that's always yeah. a plus. Yeah, always a win, always a win. Um, but yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of injuries this week. Um, the quarterback position got beat up pretty bad with Lamar Tua and, and Jimmy G going down. I think Trevor Lawrence went down as well. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was messy. Key running back and Walker. Uh, it's just not a uh, not a good time for injuries either. With uh, you know the waiver pool pretty dry at this point of the year, um, and you know playoffs upon us. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's going to be an interesting, possibly messy um, waiver show here. <laughs> Definitely not going to be the most uh, most awe inspiring. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess we can go ahead and jump right into it. Um, you know, if you lost Kenneth Walker, Cam Akers is a good spot to start. Um, mm-hmm. Still only rostered at forty six percent of leagues, but his usage is pretty solid, even though the team overall is not great. That's got to be the the top uh, top guy on your board for a running back position, I think. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the next two as well, Zonovan Knight and uh, James Cook, both are interesting options. Cook, I think, is probably the one that you're maybe most available. We're only seeing him rostered in a quarter of leagues. Um, and he seems to be get, continuing to get work, you know, pretty evenly split there with Devin Singletary. Looks like Naeem Hines is kind of more of like a veteran presence, and maybe he'll show up more in the playoffs, working him in a little bit. But I like what I've seen from, from James Cook. Um, looks pretty explosive, and they definitely want to get him involved in a really good offense. But Acres, um, and and we'll see how long Michael Carter's out. Zonovan Knight are going to be the ones that are getting you know bulk of work at least for this week, um, and then possibly you know this most recent week, and possibly this upcoming week. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, you know, and I'm with you. Uh, Cook, pretty interesting, especially this week. Um, Knight, you know, it continues to look to be the guy. Uh, Ty Johnson got some passing down work, but didn't do a lot with it. Um, just got the Buffalo matchup. That might not be, uh, that might not be fun. Tough one. Yeah. 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 But those definitely could see more work for Ty Johnson there too. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if, yeah, if you want to take a real like cheap dart throw, um, and hope to kind of PPR your way into having a decent, uh, a decent running back, then Ty Johnson, you could probably get for a buck or nothing given he didn't really do anything this week. Um, and yeah, I hope he catches those passes. Um, Another dart throw would be the Kansas City backfield. You know, McKinnon, 
equaled Pacheco, I think, from a, a, a workload standpoint, um, which is pretty crazy, but only rostered to 41% of leagues. So McKinnon's out there if you want to take a shot there. Um, has Denver. Are you interested in McKinnon? I, I personally don't know if I could trust him to actually start him. Yeah, tough to trust. Um, but it sure seems like he's the, the number two. I mean, they got Melvin Gordon, who I believe they activated. Um, but I don't think he saw a ton of work. So I think McKinnon's the guy that, you know, out of this group, you know, someone I wouldn't mind rolling, you know, rolling the dice on over some of the guys we'll talk about next. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, maybe worth a claim if you really need, you know, running back and those other top three guys are gone. Yeah, I'm with you. You could do worse. Um, you also you have the option of, of a dart throw in, in Seattle with Walker going down. You got DJ Dallas there. You got Travis Homer. Yeah, it's interesting because Walker officially not rolled out for week 14. And DJ Dallas came down with an ankle injury of his own. Um, somewhat of a high ankle issue is what it was called by, um, by Pete Carroll on Monday today. Yeah, I mean, even healthy, the issue with Dallas is he's always been the prospect that some people liked, and he's he's got the youth on his side, but they've never really turned to him and given him the rock when someone's gone down. He's had a ton of opportunity. It's always been... I think like Homer got got it um, last year when Penny went down or something before he did. So I want to put my chips on him anyway, you know, and definitely not with the injuries. I guess it'd be Homer. Um, yeah, I, I blame I blame us for ruining DJ <laughs> Dallas upon that that draft day trade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that was a good trade. Um, so that was it worked out for yeah, us. Yeah, we we picked up DJ Dallas in the middle of the third and immediately got a trade offer from a Seahawks fan um, to get what was projected to be an early second the next year for Dallas. So we we pulled the trigger mm-hmm. on that. I think it ended up being the two hundred three. Yeah, and it was still pretty high. If one. memory serves, we did our classic traded the two hundred three for the two hundred four plus something, and then the two hundred four for the two hundred five plus something, and then eventually drafted Elijah Moore. I think that's how yeah. that played out. Yeah, yeah, I definitely traded down to get him, and then yeah, we picked up a few extra pieces down the road. So yeah, it definitely worked out on you know seeing what DJ and, and I think we ended up with DJ Dallas because we just traded him like two weeks ago. Yep. So we <laughs> he ended up on the waivers. We ended up picking him back up. Yep. 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 Fun stuff. Um. But I guess of those two, are you agreeing you're with Homer, I guess? I think so. I mean, we'll have to see who of the group is healthy. Um, you know, somewhat of a high ankle issue doesn't sound great on a Monday now. So if he's limited, if Walker's limited, I think Homer makes the most sense. But it, it seems like it is a decent matchup them for them there. Uh, Seattle at home against Carolina, not a great team. So if you're up, you may be able to get some running game. And, and I think it was about 10 carries that we saw only one target for DJ Dallas. Maybe that number turns into 12, 15 carries and a couple targets if he's healthy and Walker's out. Yep. 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 Perfect. Um, next one, on our list kind of forward looking Falcons are on the buy, but uh, Tyler Algier continues to pretty much match Patterson from a, a um, carry standpoint, I think. Not that he's he's yeah. done a lot with it, but he's you know a one B on a you know a team that likes to run the ball, and it uh, could be helpy or help, helpful as you get into your playoff position, right? Yeah, exactly. I think he's you know depth player probably be thrilled to play in most weeks, but a guy that has proven he can carry the load in a few games and 
has proven that he's worth carries and worth you know, receiving some carries from the team. So he's a guy that you know had some carries on the game and, and I think is promising. And then um, Jordan Mason, and the Niners look to be you know, pretty clearly the number two running back there in what looks to be a pretty open competition. You know, pretty, you know, pretty, pretty open for carries the rest of the year behind McCaffrey. I think Mitchell, we're expecting, you know, at least weeks, right? Yeah, I'd imagine he's probably just done for the year. So you're going to play all signs. Like they haven't even said that, but that's what I kind of think. Um, so, yeah, he should get plenty of work. Uh, with the injury to Jimmy I mean, G, McCaffrey's going to get even more usage everywhere yeah, on the field. Well, I guess all, all the rushing attempts that Baker Mayfield's going to take away from him. Oh, yes, I mean, yes, Baker. <laughs> you see the meme is um, there's a Phillies reliever that was not very loved, and there's a meme of, their catcher, JT Romuto, when he realizes who's coming in and running across the field, he's just like looking, rolls his eyes as the camera sees him. Someone posted Christian McCaffrey seeing Baker Mayfield run into the game again. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Gotta have, yeah. <laughs> he's got to have PTSD from that. Yeah, that's funny. I wonder if he's he's talking to Shanahan and Lynch right now and either giving like, oh, yeah, I'll vouch for this guy or absolutely not. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Um, and you'd think he would have some pull Yeah, for all they gave up for him. Yeah, for real. Um. But yeah, Mason, not a bad play. Um, so actually not that bad week for running backs with Akers, Cook, Knight all sitting there, McKinnon, yeah. a couple other Darth. Mason's solid too, I think. Yeah, yeah, not a bad uh not a bad week. Uh looking at the the wide receivers, Alec Pierce had himself a good week for the first time in a while. Um unfortunately he's on bye. And yeah, goes right to the bye. Same thing with Jahan Dobbs. Yeah. He comes back, looks good this week, and right to the bye. Yeah. Um Dotson, uh, difference being, is on a uh, like decent team, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, uh, a yeah. more trustworthy team. That's working team. their way up. Yeah, where Pierce team that did not lose this week and also did not win this week. Indeed, indeed. Um, <laughs> yeah, Colts just bad. I mean, Pierce Young, we've seen it before, but I don't think you could trust him the rest of the year. Um, they, do you have any trust in Mister Pierce? I don't think he's someone that I'd be able to pick up and roster through his bye and you know, unless you you know are set you have the bye week already you don't need this week and you really like the matchups going up down the road it just it doesn't seem like a valuable roster move and then spot to utilize for a guy like you said is, is pretty clearly the number two i mean maybe one b but you know, not a great offense in general he gets a couple of deep shots but you don't really trust matt ryan i'd probably rather roster like a Jahan Dotson um, for, you know, what I think is a better offense. If I had to roster someone to the buy, I think the guy I'd really be looking at would be Michael Gallup. I think we've really seen his usage uptick in recent weeks. And as he's gotten healthier from the injury, our, uh, our buddy Edwin, the fancy football doc, he, um, he, he was talking him up all year and it's definitely looking like he's, Proven that you know, right when he gets to this time frame, he gets that, you know, gets back to almost fully healthy or what they would expect him, you know, from him to be back to that, you know, full, as healthy as you're going to get here in the season. So if, if, the production is definitely stepping up. Yeah, um, I'm with you um, on both points. I'd rather have Dotson over Pierce. I'd probably rather have Gallup over uh, either of them. Um, he's harder to get your hands on, 53% rostered. So that's tough. Um, he also does blend into someone else on the list being Odell Beckham, 
who is yeah, I would assume mm. favored to go to Dallas at this point. I have seen some rumors. Yeah, I think he has a meeting with them today or tomorrow. He does. I know I saw something coming up. I saw someone speculate that um he wouldn't play at all this the regular season. He wouldn't play until the playoffs. Um which maybe. Who knows? Um yeah, but interesting. If, if Beckham signs with Dallas, that's gonna hurt Gallup eventually. It's gonna take time. It's yeah. not like it's gonna be week one, but you know, maybe you get to your championship game and you're ready to fire up your gallop, and that's when he gets nerfed because Beckham's, you know, got the yeah. playbook and the connections that he's taking over. So gotta be careful. But you know, Beckham's out there, 37% rostered. So if you wanna grab him and hope he signs soon. Yeah. Any interest in a couple of maybe lower rostered guys and they had a pretty good week there and Corey Davis, Nico Collins, both were pretty heavily targeted. Um, when it comes to guys that are available here, Nico, yes, um, I, I can see that continuing. Uh, Corey Davis, I don't think he's going to be someone you could trust. I think you could trust him more now with Mike White in than you could with uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, but overall, I, I don't think I'd ever feel comfortable throwing him in there um, unless somebody else went down. Yeah, you need some injuries there, but I think Mike White's looked much more capable of a, of a quarterback. So. Not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, it does. Uh, Zach Wilson starter next year. I don't know, man. I, I think they'll want to give him a fair shake in the, and you know, come the off season, just because of the investment in him. But boy, I was just reading through a um, redraft of that draft, and he wasn't even a first round pick. Yeah, like I, I feel like I'd start Mike White and Joe Flacco. Over Zach Wilson. I mean, you got to start your own guy to get him experience. Yeah, yeah, for real. But yeah, just food for thought. He might be done. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's not out of the question. No, no. Um, Which is amazing when you think about that draft. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence has shown flashes, but hasn't been, you know, the Peyton Manning that people thought he would be. Trey Lance is is now hurt. (laughs) Um, So he hasn't done anything. Zach Wilson. nothing mac jones has fallen backwards there's somebody else in that draft too wasn't there i feel like there was one more uh yeah might be just... fields jones uh, fields yes fields there you go fields, fields ascending so there, there's one yeah. bright spot i mean trevor's has taken a step forward but there's one bright spot yeah. being fields i guess um what a mess um but the tight end position here will um yeah not a great week for a tight end position and we see it that you know some of the top guys, really the only guys that were valuable um, that were available, are probably our top waiver claims this week. And uh, Greg Dulcich, Evan Ingram, Noel Fant. Any interest in any or multiple of them? Yeah, I mean they're guys we've brought up all year, right? Um, maybe not Fant as much. Um, Dulcich, yeah, we, we've seen a lot of consistent good stuff from him. Um, and with who knows how long Sutton's going to be out for, uh, maybe just a week, maybe no, no time at all. Who knows? But Tolchich will benefit from that. Um, Ingram's always a fine dart throw. He'll get his volume and, and sometimes that equates to something decent and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and no offense, not too bad either. Uh, so I'd probably put him in that order, um, which is nice because Ingram's actually the most rostered. Dolchich's only available in 37%. So I, I'd be happy with that. What about you? Yeah, I think all these guys are very solid you know, plays if you really need a tight end to plug in here. Dulcich, I think, is the top target, and that's mostly because of the potential injury there with Quentin Sutton. 
you know, he went out. We know he didn't come back. Um, so we're gonna obviously want to monitor that to see how it progresses through the week. Uh, but if he's out, then we really could see Dolchitz compete, you know, with the likes of Jerry Judy for top target on the team. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, not a great offense, obviously, no. but you know, when when you're looking at just getting a viable tight end, you can get you know five five six targets or more chance of a touchdown. Yeah, we'll take it. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so that moves us over to the the uh, streaming side of the show here, Will. So we'll start off with some just lovely yes. quarterbacks. Oh, man. It is not a great week for streaming. Uh, it's not a great week for the waivers overall. I think we had a few bright spots there, but this is uh, one of the lowlights. Yeah, this is this is bad. So uh, you go ahead. Uh, you go first. Um, we have Jared Goff, uh, 50% roster. The, the far and away hardest one to get your hands on here. Um, versus Minnesota, Tannehill versus Jacksonville, Huntley at Pittsburgh, Pickett versus Baltimore or Maca Jones at Arizona. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. I mean, Mac Jones is a decent matchup there. Arizona um, coming off. Not a great week. Cause I was reading his only touchdown was a screen pass to a cornerback. And if you read that, you know, quickly, you may say, wait, they just throw a pick six, but no, it was a guy who was playing receiver um, for the Patriots, who is a cornerback on the team that they wanted to get some touches and, his first touch went for like a 40-yard touchdown on Thursday. But yeah, not great, but decent matchup. So I, I think that's, you know, a if you're really scraping at the bottom of the barrel, I'd rather play him over Pickett. Probably over Huntley. Um, Huntley's interesting, though, because he looked pretty good. That Pittsburgh defense is getting a lot better, and I think they're going to be one of the more favorite streaming options this week from a, um, from a standpoint of just who would you play. But I think I would... Target Ryan Tannehill here, coming off of a down week, obviously, against the Eagles. Their defense dominated. Um, but Tannehill just got eaten alive. They must have sacked him at least, like, eight times. Um, he just got destroyed. I think there's a much more favorable matchup here at Jacksonville. Detroit put up a lot on him. So Jared Goff is one of the top guys this week. And I think we could really see a turnaround there, despite you know all the sacks. So, you know, six times it was here, looks like. Tannehill still 14 of 22 for 140 yards and touchdown, no interception. So didn't turn the ball over, but took a lot of sacks and killed him. Then um, they, they counted it, obviously, usually against the passing yards. So I think Tannehill would be my target here, especially rostered in under 20% of leagues. Yeah, I, I don't mind golf. Uh, golf's not a bad option. I'm definitely not starting Pickett or Jones. Um, I, I kind of I look at Tannehill and say he's got the floor. But he probably doesn't have super high upside where Huntley probably has higher upside. We've seen some good stuff from Huntley in the past. Um, so I, I'd probably play it like that. If you told me to pick one, I'd probably go Huntley. I'd probably be more likely to go Tannehill if Burks was playing, but I'm, I got a feeling after that hit, he's not. Um, so I think I'll go with Huntley and, and roll the dice on him. Um, dangerous, but uh, I think it could pay off. Yeah, interesting one here, too. We're talking about Jared Goff, and you're saying the Minnesota matchup. They're favored to win at home over the number two seed in the NFC right now, Minnesota. They're favored by a point. I think it opened up actually at a point and a half, and it's down to a point. So, you know, Minnesota's a good team. People are going to want to take that value. But it is pretty crazy to think that Detroit is favored over Minnesota there at home. Yeah, that uh, 
that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas knows something. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, wolf. Um, but hey, let's let's take a look at our defenses. We got three here for you. Um, all are, are not too hard to get your hands on. Uh, Titans versus Jacksonville. Raiders at the Rams. Steelers versus the Ravens. Who do you want? Yeah, one. I think the, the interesting thing is I I can't can't pull the trigger on the Raiders, but it's like something's got to give. One of the most appetizing defenses to play against versus just a pretty rough and anemic offense there with all the injuries to the Rams. So that that, that one, I'm just interested to see what happens if, if the Raiders defense finally has a good week. But I think I'd be all in on the Steelers here. Uh, the Ravens are still a good team, and, and Huntley's a decent guy, as I mentioned there. But I think these are this is a prime matchup for that defense to feast at home. Uh, against a backup quarterback, not a ton of passing weapons, and he can run as well, but he's still you know, no Lamar. So I, I think that would be my target there, the Steelers. I, I, I kind of agree with you, which is weird because I like Huntley. Um, it definitely could be the case. I kind of like the Titans against Jacksonville. Um, Kind of a bounce back after you know getting beaten up by the Eagles so bad, but I think I'll go with the Steelers hesitantly. Um, either way, I like them both more than the Raiders, but I think I'll hesitantly go with the Steelers as well. All right, that wraps us up here for the last regular season week for most of us. Um, some people maybe starting the playoffs. I know of one league that it, myself is starting playoffs this week as well, and. Maybe a few of you that are waiting one extra week there for week 15, but uh, week 16. But I think for the most part, this is probably the last regular season week for most people. Yeah, yeah, that it is. Week 14. Um, yeah, playoffs will be starting soon, and then it'll all be over. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. we'll, have a, we'll be moving into the real playoffs. So always fun. Um, yeah, we have a uh, start-sit episode on Thursday. Until then, folks, trust your board. <laughs>